Oh, me, oh, my peoples. It's that time. You know what time it is. You all know what time it is. It's time for that brethren around. Let me get it back to the, oh, the video. Video footage if you're on the YouTube. What is up? You, you, you see us right here. So we are at episode number 44 of Brethren Around. I hope you guys had a very safe, fun Thanksgiving holiday. Um, getting prepping up for that Christmas time. It's Christmas shopping. It is, uh, yeah. It, it, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, episode 44. That's it. See, he brand, he made it specifically for this moment. No, he didn't. <laughs> That's an actual lie. Yeah. Um, I'm your host, Wes Gardner. And joining me, one, we're one less. We're one less, but I still feel that the power is strong. I, I think we're one more. Because we also have the chicken. We have that. <laughs> we have the Yakuza chicken. In place of Mr. Nerd in the Bay, Marco Flores, we have the genius Yakuza loop. I, there's nothing even to say about it. Just we're going to look at that for about an hour and a half. Just <laughs> I'm constantly on loop. Uh, but I'm also joined by Moriarty. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Coming off your. I saw you did uh, more. Todd talked you into the vampire, the masquerade stuff for that stack up. Stream. Well, actually, I kind of chose that just out of my own free will and just had him pal around with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, it all works out. the mentor, the senpai. Sensei. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of my jam. Todd EBF. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's your that's the shtick, right? Like, if we're all carnies, well, which we all are, like, I'm the Skyrim I mean, the, carny, the carny, and you're the... The carny shit is the vampire thing, and now I got GTA Online, so... <laughs> Them shark cards, baby. It's a, mm -hmm. Get all that money, man. Oh, my goodness. Double doubles this the next two weeks on MC contracts. So, I mean, it's just... And it's so funny because I, I read it somewhere. I didn't see what the actual deals were. So maybe you can go into this. But, you know, we're in the holiday shopping season, right? Yeah. And Black Friday and, like, I have a very sordid history with Black Friday. and but mm -hmm. But it's like GTA Online had its own Black Friday sale. Like, yeah. not, not oh, buy GTA you know, 5 for a discount. I bet you could. But it was more yeah, like, yeah. no, our online infrastructure, the whole separate world that we built, they have their own Black Friday sale. And I was like, that's really and it bizarre. And it, it ran from the Friday to the Monday. And the biggest discount was uh, on the yacht. Like, not even just a small <laughs> yacht. Like, the... the the best yacht you can get was, which is normally eight million, was only two, and that was like a pretty steep fucking. So I know a few people that picked up yachts. <laughs> Just... That's what you get for Black Friday. Well, you know, I needed that yacht action. I needed a little bit of yeah. a need the boat. the The shoreline was kind of barren. Needed to buy that big ass yeah. yacht. Fill I it wanted in. the yacht because it comes with a helicopter where two people can sit in the back and drink champagne. <laughs> Oh man, but like I did an entire stream of me in the back of my friend's um helicopter that he got with his yacht just drinking champagne in first person. <laughs> That's incredible. Just and then the <laughs> camera just looks at it. Like I'm so happy where we are as far as technology is concerned because anytime you see footage of somebody playing a VR game you know what I mean? Like, that's what the GTA first-person view is. To where everything's slightly, like, not correct. And you're like, what? What? So you have to, like, be really great. <laughs> Let me look over here. And then you see the footage, <laughs> and it barely tilts this way. But you have to do all this big dramatic stuff. 
Oh, it's so good. Like I love technology. I do a lot of that game in first person though. Like it's a it's... beautiful game. I mean, it, they they nailed that whole I mean, say what you will about Rockstar and that they write the same like five characters or whatever. But it's like one they're good characters, two they can they can nail a world. Like I would put them up there with, you know, Bethesda with, you know, Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. type stuff like totally. Cuz I oh, could, yeah. I can I could draw you the map like of certain portions of Vice City. I could totally draw it. I'd be like, oh, here's the nightclub, and then you go and you take a right. Like, I haven't played that game in years, but I could still tell you where stuff is. Like, no, the nightclub's a few blocks down. Got to go past that. You got to, oh, the bank's over here to fly the little remote control airplane, which, ugh. We talked about that one episode, mm. right? All those missions about flying Bullshit them missions, yeah. <laughs> flying them planes. Mm. Yep. But their world building is on another level, which... Oh, it is. I'm, I'm excited about Red Dead 2 because mm-hmm. I think Red Dead was like the unsung hero. I know it's gotten a lot more love now, but I remember when it came out, people were like, a Western? What is this? And then... Like, I was all about that when it came out. Dude, it was great. I was just like, what? A fucking Western? I, w- yes. I would argue that's their best game. Like, still. I would. I still think Red Dead Redemption. If you haven't played it yet, I know it's on the Xbox One backwards compatibility list or something like yep. that. Great way to play mm-hmm. it. Play it. Like, I don't want to spoil nothing. The ending's fantastic. Like, I'm a big fan of good endings, and that game nailed it. Like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to see in that ending, and it uh, it just worked. It was just good. I, I actually spent more time... Like, I played the story through, like, I think twice, mm-hmm. but I spent more time in Red Dead's online mode than anything else. Mm. I think I maybe dabbled in it, but like, because there was a, uh, was it like, not cops and robbers type stuff, but it was, uh, you could do bounties and stuff, right? Like, there are bounties. You could do bounties. You could play liar's dice, like poker. And it was just a lot of fun. That's cool. That's cool, man. And like, yeah, it doesn't have to be all these crazy. I See, here's what's going to happen, because now every game has this. They're going to try to force feed a battle royale mode. They're just going to find a way, because like, oh, Fortnite? This game has nothing to do with Battle Royale. Let's make a Battle Royale mode, standalone. Let's do that. Oh, Call of Duty? Yeah, we're going to make a Battle Royale mode, standalone. (laughs) You're like, all right. Yeah. All right. Though, arguably, a a Rockstar online game, it is a Battle Royale mode. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember the first time playing the multiplayer mod for Vice City. And mm-hmm. because at the time, like the there was this whole thing for Vice City. They kind of did it in GTA 3, but I think the physics mm-hmm. of the motorcycle in Vice City, like the the kind of Kawasaki Ninja style bikes and the dirt bikes and stuff, you could do tricks. Like you could do backflips, you could do spins, you could do all this stuff. So then there was a mod to play multiplayer to where you would go online and you would see people doing crazy shit. They would be like jumping off skyscrapers and like backflipping and grinding down rails and stuff. And you're like, what is this? It was like some Willy Wonka chocolate factory, just of crazy stunts. Uh, (laughs) It was like, but you would see a posse of like 30 or 40 people riding their Kawasaki ninjas down the strips and stuff. And you're like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, And then you try to do it and just fall off the bike. It's like a toddler learning how to, (laughs) I'm like, all right. I honestly think that if, Red Dead does if the new Red Dead has um, an online mode 
similar to what they're doing with Grand Theft Auto Online, mm-hmm. it's going to be so fucking popular. There, there was an MMO. I say an MMO. I don't even think it's like released yet. But they were like, here's a Western MMO, and you can go into the saloon, and you can gamble, and you can do all this stuff. And then that's exactly the thought I had. Is I was like, if they do an online mode for Red Dead, I would way rather play that than some yeah. Western MMO. Um, because it's going to be handled better. I think it's going to be yeah. less unwieldy than building an entire MMO around like, I don't know, they, they the way they were propositioning it, it's like you could have given it any coat of paint and it's still World of Warcraft. Like, at the, yeah. the you know, it's like now they wear cowboy hats. And you're like, all right, do I want to go get Good for them. eight, yeah, eight boar skins to turn in? Um, <laughs> I say that loving World of Warcraft. But you can only play it so many times, right? Uh, but yeah, not not not. But vanilla's lot. coming. Oh, I'll buy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, people are so excited about I. And here's the thing: I promise you, and I'm gonna get hate mail for this. And I said it on a stream, and some guy got butt hurt about it. Oh no! Vanilla <laughs> sucks. Like it. It's a bad game. <laughs> it's really bad. Don't play oh, it. Yeah. Like it takes forever to do anything. There's no good flight paths. The combat doesn't work. Skill cooldowns, uh, are, the cooldowns are broken. Like, Vanilla WoW sucks. Like, if you go and try to play it, you gotta be in the right mindset. Because you're gonna play it and be like, I think the game's actually way better now. Because they did quality of life improvements. And there's actual stuff yeah. to do. Instead of, like, oh my god. Because I still remember the level 40 to level 55 grind. That, mm-hmm. that level 40 to 55 grind took months. Months. Mm-hmm. Even if you played seven hours a day, it would take it would take forever. You know? And you're yeah. like, I got shit to do. Like, I gotta go. I gotta take care of people. I gotta do things now. And yeah. I, I just don't have the time. I don't have the time to dig into that type of thing. Everything's, everything's way easier. And, you know, all the hardcore elitists... We'll talk about, well, you know, they're making it for casuals, and now it's it's a baby version of the game, and they, they try to have this big EPing based on, like, I like really clunky shit, and look at me go. We used to have <laughs> the same shit in Marvel Heroes, which yeah. is apparently now shut down, so... They, yeah, they... <laughs> good good, good, good luck talk. on uh, that, uh, that New yeah. Year's Eve uh, send-off, oh. because apparently you laid everybody off right before Thanksgiving, like the day oh. before. Like, they did a really shitty... Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you only have eight days left on your health insurance now. Like, Oh, no. Yeah, like, oh. they fucked oh. the employees. Shit. But... You know what? It's it was going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, they uh, on the forums like they would listen to the forums, which is great. You listen to your player base, yeah. but they listen to like the people that were just like, this game's not hard enough. The grognards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we, we this you shouldn't be able to level a character one to 60 like in a day like yeah. that should take you like a week and a half, two weeks. Like, no, motherfucker. They're like, oh, the stats on the staff of Kaltura. Uh, they should have been the, the dexterity. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I got to deal with this now. Like, <laughs> yeah, because there, there's that two sides of that coin to where you and like BlizzCon happened not too long ago. Right. And it was always great mm-hmm. because 
they they announced for World of Warcraft that like world PvP was changing. And you know, PvP is one of those things. It's not for everybody. Then you have like the Care Bear side that likes PvE stuff. And I'm more of that side. Like I like to I'm a yeah. lover, not a fighter yeah. type thing. Like, yeah, let's all mm-hmm. get together in a group, make a cool thing happen, go have a cool story to mm-hmm. tell, all about that. But every once in a while, if I want PvP, I'll go to an arena, I'll do a battleground. I'll, I'll like be in the mood and I'll just go to the Yeah, yeah. The thing yeah. is you have to be in the mood for it. Yes. So, but what happened is they're like, uh, they, you know, they announced, oh, well, we're changing world PvP to where now it's just a flag that you activate on your account. Like, yeah, I want to do it. And then you don't feel like it. You're like, nah, I shouldn't. I don't want to do it anymore. And I was like, yeah, that's great. That's how it should have been from the beginning. That way, all the PvPers are always fighting other PvPers. Like, that just makes yeah. sense to me. But then mm-hmm. you hear one guy in the back of the crowd, boo. We're going to listen to that guy? Like, that that's the guy that was making all the... I want to kill people that want to play the Care Bear simulator, yeah, basically. Oh, I want to... <laughs> I want to... Uh, what is it whenever you, like, spawn camp in a first-person shooter? Well, well they oh, just... God. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's what that is. It's like, I'm going to wait outside Ironforge, the starter city, as a level 507, and I'm just going to gank anyone that walks through the door. Ha oh, ha, look at me. Aren't I awesome? And you're like, fuck that mm-hmm. guy. Like, get him out of here. <laughs> so the way they're doing it now makes way more sense, you know? Um, because beforehand, it was just server-based. You join a PvE server. Um, so then PvE's activated all the time forever for everybody. Yeah. But then what they started running into is, let's say, like, we were all three playing. And, like, mm-hmm. let's say, Moriarty, you started playing first. And you got two mm-hmm. high-level characters on a PvP server. And then Todd and I are right. like, okay, yeah, we want to play with Moriarty. Let's go. So we're going to get on that PvP server. But then Moriarty mm-hmm. stops playing. Todd and I aren't into PvP. We got to spend 60 to 70 bucks to transfer our character. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Off of that PvP server. Because now we're on a server yeah. that we don't like the gameplay style of. Um, but now mm-hmm. what's great is you don't have to server hop. You don't have to pay for that. It's just, hey, if we want to play PvP with Mori, we just click the button. Yeah, let's all go. Let's all just, you know, brother around. And then, yeah. and then, but after that, or if we want to play PVE with the uh, Yakuza chicken, yeah, with the chicken like, right there, and have him heal for the raid that we're going to do, like that's what's going to happen. He's a item level two thousand, and he's going to help us uh, through it. That's what's going to happen. But it makes way more sense, like custom, and like you said, Todd, like listening to your player base, but like actually listening to your player base, yeah, not the small little. It, no, it's it, and that's the thing. Like they were only listening. Like they would listen to some of the stuff people would complain about. Like, hey, this, like these skills on this character are broken, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, ah, oh, we'll take a look at that. But then they would also listen to the person that's just like, oh, cosmic trials. Cosmic trials is way too easy, <laughs> and you're just right. like, what? It's like, I think the punishment for not passing the dungeon is they have to take money from your paycheck, and you're like great idea like it's just the most bizarre and you're like that's who you're listening to holy shit i i had several marvel heroes accounts and one of them i set up just like to play a character yeah which we've named on on gimmick bag greg uh greg the pretentious douche (laughs) (laughs) um so greg like basically like his whole thing is like when that character was playing marvel heroes um I think the um, the tag was like elitish douche or something like that. 
And they let me have it, which was terrific. Um, and the whole time, like, I'm just spamming in chat and I'm just like, I can't believe you guys play this stuff because it's way too easy. It's not like it should be. It should be. You should have to spend 500 hours to get the level three. <laughs> yeah, like, right. It should be a full time job. Um, and everything should be permadeath. <laughs> and like, I, I just don't understand. I, I don't get where that mentality is to where like th- there's a more a, like moral superiority. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm a better human being because I like shit that takes a long time. Like <laughs> who? What? Like yeah? No. Oh, oh Dark Souls. Get that children's game out of here. Give me something harder. <laughs> and you're like, all right. Like all right, hero. Let's. You're not Rambo. Like, get over yourself. Like, who the fuck cares? Try playing the Crash Bandicoot remaster. Like, try that if you want something that's a little bit more difficult. No shit. That's the stuff that's always the best, too, because you go into Dark Souls knowing, like, I'm going to die quite a bit. This is the part of the game. You got to learn it. You got to learn the mechanics. And, oh, if I dodge this way, this happens. But with Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. you expect it. You're like, you know what? I played this as a kid, man. I'm all about me some Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And then you turn it on and you're like, what the fuck is it? I can't pass the first <laughs> level. Like, you just go outrageous. It's like playing those old NES, like, Capcom games, like Chip and Dale. Yeah, oh, oh, God, yeah. And, you know, Aladdin. And you play that stuff. Hell, we tried playing Lion King, like, what, a month, month and a half ago? We still couldn't get past oh. the fourth or fifth level. We're like, shit, this game is in, like... Yeah. Because and these are mm-hmm. the kids' games. They're the kids' games. Uh-huh. But the but the other thing is like, and I'll take Crash Bandicoot. They've openly said like, yeah, we remastered the game and we adjusted things because back then we couldn't say like, oh, we want our hitbox this big. It had to be this big, right? So yeah, you're used to like, oh, the hitbox. I I could just kind of breeze right by him and hit yeah. the guy. No, 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 you got to be right on top of them now. Yeah, that's. Or, so hey, that platform yeah. that you used to be able to just, like, have the back of your heel on? No, you have to be on that platform now. Like, now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about dirty. that. Like, yeah, it's, right. it's, it, it's not really that dirty, though, if you think about uh. it. Because back then they didn't have the means to make it that way. That's true. true. Yeah. Well, and it's like, if you go back and play the first, I think, three Tomb Raiders, it's all grid-based. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally mm-hmm. grid-based. Like, every level, if you press forward, she does a running animation to the next tile and then stops, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And then whenever you turn, it pivots the camera, what, what is it, like uh, 90 degrees, you know, 45 yep. degrees, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you have your different perfect angular mm-hmm. up and down and stuff. And then whenever Tomb Raider started getting a little bit iffy is like Tomb Raider, what is it, Legend, Tomb Raider, Revelation, where it was that true yeah, 3D yeah. And they didn't quite know mm-hmm. what to do with it because they're like, oh, mm-hmm. God, we're so used to making these, like, boxy-style things to where, okay, now you go up here and then you jump up there and then you come over here. And then if you run, it's four tiles this way. Like, they could do the math. They could build it around that. Yeah. But now you got players mm-hmm. who are just wicked good at, like, oh, 3D space. Yeah, I can get this. But then there's other players that are like, what button does the run that button does the run. So how do you make a game for both people? Um, yeah. And that's why some of those games weren't very good. And then they went and just copied Uncharted. And that's when it got good again. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that, which, uh, yeah. Which is funny because <laughs> Uncharted basically took the Tomb Raider franchise. <laughs> yeah, that's totally. Yeah, absolutely. And 
they they took it and they're like, okay, how can we make this a serviceable action game? And then like yeah. throw the Indiana Jones stuff in there yeah. and like, but it makes sense. Like I love both of the new Tomb Raider mm-hmm. games. I think they're great. And uh, yeah, Uncharted. My only qualms with that game is why does it take seventy seven bullets to kill anybody? Anybody? They are the most bullet spongy people. Like I thought, Gears of War was bad about that. Uncharted mm-hmm. is on another level. You can unload a clip and a half of an AK-47 from like two and a half feet away, just right down the middle of somebody, and then they're like, and then they'll run behind cover. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Apparently, Uncharted Four uh, fixed that. As far as like headshots are actually one bullet and it works. Like you would have even regular non-boss characters take five headshots. And you're like, is that dude's cranium like made of titanium? Like that's outrageous. Why does it take that many bullets? Oh, and then there was also the stuff to where uh, I, I love Uncharted because it's very cinematic. But then it's also you have to finish up the area before you can go forward. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. you better hope that there's not one uh, you know enemy just hiding out in a corner somewhere. Because I'll I'll look around and the music's down. It's not going crazy anymore. And I'm like, why can't I go past anything? Like, what's going on? And then you'll walk around for a minute and you're like, I, I don't know why uh, why I can't go past this thing. Why is this still locked? I, you know, I'm done. But then you like you run past back. a doorway. Yeah, and- yeah. And then, and then you run by, and then the guy's like, ah, and like comes out, and you're like, oh, that guy, bam, <laughs> killed him. And then as soon as he dies, then this. Gigantic cutscene starts with lush environments. You're like, could I just have not killed that guy? Could you just see that I killed ninety nine point eight percent of the people in this area? And like, yeah, I think he's pretty good at this. So let's just keep him going. Um, it's just weird stuff. Like video games are bizarre, mm-hmm. like that. And like going back to MMOs, it's you know, oh, you have to go collect boots. So in order to get boots, you have to kill these ostriches. You're like. Why does the ostrich have a boot? Like you just start asking yourself these questions. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! You you kill the ostrich. You you get whatever they drop. You take it to somebody else who gives you something. You got to give to somebody else who gives you something to take to somebody oh, else to get one Miss, pair of boots. Mister McGonagall loves <laughs> the tarp of the ostrich, and he'll go and he'll make you a harmonica, and then you use that harmonica, <laughs> and you go play a song to the fish, and then the fish will. <laughs> Fuck! It's like a Jim Henson movie. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and I hate to say it this way, but how many times have you had missions like that? Oh, all, that's all the <laughs> every single time. Like, there's not a, not a mission like that. And but they they they're better at masking it now and like theming it to a narrative. But then you still look and you're like, really? I gotta uh, like, yeah, gotta, like more. Well, they they don't give you the end goal of like get boots. Like, <laughs> now it's just now it's like you're just doing chores. Like Maury was in my stream yeah. yesterday. And what I had to mm-hmm. do is I had to go put up wanted posters in a villa. Like I was walking and I was like, here's one. Here's one. I had to put up eight of them. And I was like, okay, why eight? Why not just like five? The whole thing. It's just very weird how mechanically. I guess there's like a cognitive dissonance you have to take yourself out of and like accept yeah. it for what it is and be like, oh, yeah, what's my task this time? Um, it's like mm-hmm. some of my friends are playing that new Animal Crossing on phone, and I was like, 
I ain't doing that phone one because I got the real shit, man. I got the yeah the the top tier crack cocaine version of Animal Crossing on my 3ds. I don't need Uncut. some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just <laughs> Bolivian, just the <laughs> highest grade. Like no, no, no. Get you know this is uncut Bolivian Animal Crossing. This is oh, the black tar. Somebody's gonna be in trouble. Yeah, the black tar heroine of Animal Crossing is what we have right here. <laughs> and then oh, no. and then you guys have your you know you might a little hit of something whatever. But no, we're doing like they they have their trash their their trash bag of like. <laughs> Of just miscellaneous leaves and and such that they've picked up in Mexico. Oh, while yeah, there. it's what, what was that fake Seven Eleven crap that people would smoke spice or whatever? Like oh, that, yeah. that's what you got. You got that spice. Come at me when you when you really owe Tom Nook some money. Like you you really <laughs> you got a four point eight million dollar house loan you got to pay back and you don't know how you're gonna do it. Tom Nook's gonna come after him, beat your legs in. Like <laughs> he's always like It'd that. It'd be too. a shame if something happened to you. Yeah. Oh wow, you worked real hard on this house. You know, it'd be just a real. Uh, it'd be hateful if something maybe you know put you in a wheelchair or something. But I mean, you know, I'm just saying, like out in the back alley uh, today at seven. But uh, how much but did what you pay I, for those windows? Yeah, those windows are nice. Oh, but now how much were they <laughs> on the on the 3ds one? Tom Nook has his like kids in on it or something. It's like the two little <laughs> Nook brothers. It's like Timmy. Nook and uh, like something else, but the, they're little kids and they're wearing the. Uh, I got to the part now to where they have a shopping market, like they they opened up their own market, like it's a Walmart mm-hmm. that you walk into, and then they're like, "Oh, hi, welcome, buy whatever you want," and then you you could try to sell stuff to, like to them, like, "Oh, I got these rare bugs, I got these fossils, let me show you what I got, and let me, like tell me what you're gonna give me for it," and then but they always undercut me. Because there's another place right down the road called, I think, like Resale or something like that. And it's owned by this llama. And then I'll go take all the stuff to the llama. And she pays a premium. She pays super well. And then I'll go over to the Tom Nook's kids. And they're like shortchanging me by like 11 grand. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your dad's already got me hook, line, and sinker for the freaking house down the street. You can't give me a little bump of the... All right. Freaking raccoons, man. They don't mess around. <laughs> then you try to buy it back from them, and it's like four times the price. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, oh, what the 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 jacket? I don't recall a jacket. Oh, we got this new jacket in right here. This one right here. Yeah, <laughs> came in just earlier today. Uh, that's the jacket I sold you guys for for five grand. Like, oh, oh, that's not that jacket no, because this yeah. one's twenty five grand. Yeah, this this is a premium jacket. I don't know if you brought a th- another one. We maybe shipped it off. I don't know. Um. <laughs> But, like, real talk, I've played Animal Crossing on the 3DS every night for, like, I think since September 20th is when I bought it. Because the 3DS is great because it keeps track of, like, here's your playtime. Here's the day that you started. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at your adventure type thing. But, like, it's kind of sad how much time I have put in this dumb Animal Crossing game. But And, of course, me being how I am, because, like, I'm even the same way in World of Warcraft where I'm like, I'm going to get this shit. Because it sells well in the auction house. And then I'm going to flip it. And then I'm going to, like, I get all these schemes in my head. So I'm like, you know what? If I take the boat to this island, the bugs there are worth a lot of money. And then they have a coconut tree, which I don't have on my shore. So I'm going to get some coconuts. And I'm going to take them over and plant a coconut. That way I don't have to come back to the island. Like, <laughs> you start going through this whole, like, thing. And then by the end of it, there's a big, giant village 
and like you have a full like economy happening just because you're like, well, let me bury this fossil. I'm going to rebury this fossil because it's probably going to be worth more in a little bit. Like you start becoming a hustler, like a street hustler. And then Tom Nook is like, well, yeah, man, you're doing great work, but uh, I still need my money. Still need that money. <laughs> like you're doing good things for the town of Jupiter. But, you know, if I don't see results, I, I can't tell you what's going to happen. It'd be a shame. <laughs> I mean, it's a real shame. My sons, you know, are really, uh, really wanting some new, uh, some new shoes for Christmas. If you know what I'm saying. So I'm just, you just think about that, and we'll talk but they, later. But they run the market. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. You know, it just turns into Wolf of Wall Street, like, <laughs> like all these crazy <laughs> dynamics happening, and you're like, oh god. My, I just need a Jonah Hill character in Animal Crossing to like co- help coach me. <laughs> Oh man! But how how are you guys doing after that long tirade that went about eight different places? Man, <laughs> um, I, I'm doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know me and Maury have been planning our Christmas special, yeah, which should be, should be fun as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a Thanksgiving special. If you guys uh, caught it. Um, which is really cool. I mean, we're on as much platforms as Brothering Around now, which it's is true. terrific. Got that awesome. Um, so, yeah, I know. It just it all took with some time for me to figure out some shit. But <laughs> the mechanics. Oh, God. And I got the Amazon thing to work. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Good deal. Yeah. So it's just a matter of uh, getting that done. But um, one thing we, we do, like, every now and then we'll do a pre-record because – Either somebody's going out of town or, mm. or something or so, yeah. so, uh, so forth. So um, for Thanksgiving, we did uh, – I subjected Maury to TNA wrestling. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like – It it wasn't as bad as she thought it was going to be. Okay. Uh, because I chose some pr- pretty decent matches okay. and yeah. – um, you know, there was uh, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, oh, okay, which yeah. is an amazing match. Yes. You know, uh, there was the mixed tag Monsters Ball, Raven and Daphne against um, uh, Abyss and Taylor Wilde. And we Feaster fired. Feaster fired, the oh, first one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, what was the last one we ended on? It uh, was that weird cage match where they had to hang the belt. Oh, the uh, the the king of the king of the mountain king match. Yes. Oh no! Yep. <laughs> oh. Is that the one? That so, which one am I thinking of? It was uh, not Hernandez. Um, wh- I think in the electrified steel cage with uh, her- with LAX and the uh, and the Dudleys, where he kept on touching the cage and getting electrocuted <laughs> and, and no selling the electrocution. I, I think it was. That or what was the one with the red cage that had like the it was almost like oh a, the terror dome yeah where they couldn't get out of it like they legit yeah. could not get out of this thing so it's because a, they had to climb up the sides and it's a domed roof it's a domed <laughs> roof so it you know it's basically you know the six sides or whatever and then it comes up though it comes up curved mm-hmm. and then there's a tiny little gap at the very top like a little <laughs> circle that you can crawl out of so here's the thing. You're wrestling a 35-minute match with, like, eight other people in the ring. You're Mm -hmm. lifting them up. You're doing all that. Your arms are tired, right? Your body's just tired. So the physics to get out of this thing, there's no door. 
you couldn't, oh, I'm just going to climb out the side of the door. They didn't have it. Like, you got in, they get there, and then the thing dropped over them, right? So there's no yep. way besides that way of getting out. Everyone was so tired they couldn't do it. So this match ends up going on for like an hour and yeah. 25 minutes. It was booked to go for like 38 minutes, like just your standard pay-per-view match. It took twice as long because no one could get out. And at the very end, they were helping him get out of the thing. Like, they, <laughs> it was, was it Hernandez? I can't remember who won. But like, uh, it may have been homicide because yeah. usually it was the X division guys. They they were climbing it and like their arms would give out and they just fall, and then you yeah. felt so bad. So what they actually started doing is making like a ladder of themselves. Like get on my shoulders and I'll help boost you up. Like it was on this big teamwork. But the crowd was mm -hmm. great because it started the oh man who's gonna win this match who's gonna win this match, and then the narrative turned into. Please, somebody get out of this thing. Like, please, <laughs> any of you. I don't care who it is. Just somebody get out. And then whenever they got out, the crowd roars because they're like, hooray, we can go home. Like, <laughs> it just changed the whole vibe. I felt so bad for it because you're like, they are exhausted. Like, they can't do it. Their arms are, like, shaking. And they're like, it's they're, and it's not them selling the fact that they can't yeah. get out. They just can't get out. They're like... Trying to figure other ways. <laughs> I, I also want to add onto that specific cage. All the workers had to wear gloves. <laughs> yeah. Because the way that the thing was designed while they were climbing, there was a chance for them to damage their hands on the uh, on the metal. Because the metal wasn't like all circle. It, yeah, it wasn't wasn't tube metal. It, it was like sheets <laughs> like, yes it was like oh so whenever you're clamping down on that and you're hanging some of these guys are almost 300 pounds like i know a lot of them were the x division guys but there are a few guys in there that probably yeah. shouldn't have even been in there and yeah. they're holding on and you can tell they're like white knuckle gripping like <laughs> oh my god oh. it's just bad it but you had to you had to monkey bar your way across it like there was no real way you could put your legs in because of the way the dynamic of the top of it was so you couldn't, mm -hmm. like, do that and, like, crawl and shimmy and stuff. It couldn't happen. The gaps were, like, right. this big, so barely enough for your foot. Like, your hands could kind of go around, but then your wrist hits some other part. It was a mess. Um, yeah. I, I want to say that was a Vince Russo special, but uh, I, I'm not sure if he cooked that one up or not. He did not, actually. Really? Believe it or not. Um, yeah. Um, the Terror Dome was... It was taken from an idea that AAA does. Okay. Um, with that style cage, but they're like, oh, well, we'll have them escape the top of the cage. <laughs> it's like, uh, and they've done like four or five of those fuckers too. Like, oh, that's the other part. That's like, the worst. Oh, I remember. What was the other? Uh, what was the other TNA one? You got to show Maury where. Uh, was it the fire extinguishers? Oh, there was a fire, and they had to put out the fire. Of uh, and this isn't the wrestling match, like just a pyrotechnic went bad or something. And in the lighting fixture, like they had to spray it. But the only thing is, they had to keep spraying it because an electrical fire is not like a gas fire. It doesn't like oh we're just going to extinguish the flame and then it's gone. Not really. So they keep doing fire extinguishers. It's so bad you can't see anything on the camera. Like it's a fog. <laughs> oh it's just constant. They have to evacuate the building. 
Everybody. Oh my God. All the fans have to evacuate. All of the wrestlers oh have no. to evacuate for like two and a half hours. The fire department Shit. shows up. They're still rolling live. The fire department oh show, It's the greatest clusterfuck you have ever seen in your life. I don't think they sold the DVD because what are you even buying at that point? I but know. it's like, it's Hilarity. so That's bad. Amazing. It's so, I can't even remember which deal it was, but TNA has such golden nuggets like that. Just like, this is what it's really like to run a wrestling promotion. It's like, this is the shit you got to worry about. You don't think you do, but you do because it's going to happen. Sometime or another, it's going to happen. And, you know, Vince has been real great about hiding that type of shit, like making sure that the show must go on, you know, that that's what it is, you know, sometimes for worse, especially with, like, the own heart shit. But, like, they find a way to keep that, just keep going, go, 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 like, let's figure it out, just keep moving. At TNA, it, they just pump the brakes. They're like, we got to get out this fire. Oh, it's not coming out, uh-oh. Well, now we have to evacuate well, the building. I- I actually found uh, a video of it. Uh, it's from Hard Justice 2006. Oh, and you. apparently there's a match going on while the... <laughs> yes! are- and then, like, uh, the crowd starts chanting, like, we can't see shit. Like, we can't yeah. see shit. And they're like, duh, clap, 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 clap. But then it gets really bad, like, to where people are, like, leaving. And then they just have to call it off and evacuate. And it's... Oh, my It's God. crazy. Oh, that TNA. It's like mwah, just golden yep. beauty. Yeah, seven, seven and a half minutes into that uh, clip is when the uh, chant of we can't see <laughs> shit starts. Mm-hmm. It is brilliant. That may make the uh, the New Year's Eve special. Oh, oh, it is insufferable God. because you're like, so should I refrain from watching right now? Uh, no, you can you can do it. It's fine. I'm joking. It's not going to be on the. It's not gonna be on the <laughs> We're music. never never subduing. We're never watching that. this ever. Um, you could also watch that uh, the monsters ball match against Abyss and Sting. I think it was to where they tried to do a uh, a bit to where I think a bit no Sting tries to get Abyss like by his ankles and like bring him up on a pulley. And then, like, get the Sting bat and, like, hit him and all that stuff. The only thing is, Sting's not a young up-and-comer anymore. Abyss is kind of a heavy guy. I don't care what kind of pulley you have. It doesn't work. So he keeps trying. I mean, trying. Maybe, He's like, maybe when Sting was part of the Blade Runners, it would work? Yes, whenever he was roided out of his mind. And like with, like with the warrior, yeah. yeah. But he's, like, grabbing it. He's, like, he's, like, struggling in Abyss. Comes up like a half foot and is like, and then falls back down. They try it over and over and over. And then at the end, Sting just grabs a chair and hits him with it. And I was like, yeah. Um, I just love it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, for the Christmas special, we do have, we may have a Monsters Ball match um, between Abyss and Mick Foley. Oh, I have that, I think. I have something like that because that was that one was actually pretty genius if I remember it yeah. right. Like that was a great match because of course Abyss is the new generation of Mick Foley. Like that was his whole gimmick. He anyway. is such a Foley mark. Oh Holy my shit! God, his mask is the same. Like oh he's God. Um, but yeah, but then you could tell probably in the back, Abyss was like, "I would love it if you put me into the thumbtacks." 
I would love it. Like everything that happened in the Hell in a Cell with Taker, he was like, "Let's do that." Like, just do that to me. I want to be able to tell my friends that Mick Foley fucking threw me off a ladder into like glass. Like, just let's do it. And it made for an amazing match because you have a guy like Mick Foley who's great at making other people look awesome. Like that was Mick Foley's oh, yeah. whole career. Oh yeah. And then Abyss, who wants to take every single move that he can possibly take. Like, please just do all of it to me. Just please just do it, do it, do it. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's an actual carnival. Like, you watch it, and it's madness. It's like, how are they waking uh, up in the morning? <laughs> like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to sell, uh, just kind of put that in the uh, chat. Yeah. But that is, uh, that is our Christmas special and the uh, entire match list for that. So, let's see this. some really good ones. <laughs> let's see. Oh, it kind of bumped the videos over, but ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. That's gonna be good. You guys all have to check yeah. that out. <laughs> Please just go, <laughs> go, go. Subscribe, gimmick bag. Yeah. Go do it, man. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, iTunes, it. Stitcher, uh, Spreaker, um, yeah. um, Google Play, uh, Tune In. Oh, yeah. we're on, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, um, farmers only. Um, uh, no, no. <laughs> they didn't accept it. Hey, Christian, Christian Mingle. Waiting. Christian Mingle's really kind of particular about who yeah. they... Uh... Yeah, they they weren't a big fan of having like us do Sandman versus Cactus Jack like <laughs> <Right>. commentary. <laughs> right. Um, it's like, you guys haven't done or, one night only? Well, push y'all. Come back to us whenever you've... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean the, the whole the whole match card now on these specials like we'll run like an hour and a half two hours like the Thanksgiving one was two hours yeah. mm-hmm. and um, it was a it was a long long listen uh, it was a great experience because you guys don't see it but watching Maury watch this <laughs> and be like oh god <laughs> like is some of the best shit oh do you do you okay and, um, that that brings up a good point uh, Sorry to sidetrack it, but like, yeah. Uh, so whenever you're, whenever, okay, this is the question for all of you, and I know Marco's going to chime in mm-hmm. with like a comment on YouTube. If you were to <laughs> show one wrestling moment to somebody that's not even really into wrestling, what would it be? Because I know what mm-hmm. mine is, and I, I've mm-hmm. actually done this before. Is I always show them Mick Foley getting thrown off the cell. And then going through that was like, what came to my mind. So as well. like, that's the one that is the one where people see mm-hmm. it and they're like, holy shit. Like, what did I just watch? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it still works. It's aged beautifully. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, Mick yeah. hates the fact that his whole career is about the hell in a cell. But like mm-hmm. that redefined everything. Like there, everybody like New Japan, like all Japan pro wrestling at the time, Noah, like every federation was like, did you see that Mick Foley shit? Like. Whoa! Like they they broke all yeah. kinds of ground with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that really. I would argue that was the thing that defined the Attitude Era. Like a lot of people will say DX. A lot yeah. of people will say, uh, you know, the Rock and Stone Cold stuff. Like that's it, they would be probably right. But to in my mind, that was the thing that like if you gave me one moment, it's either going to be that or the main event of WrestleMania 17. Because mm-hmm. whenever you have Stone Cold Steve Austin at the top of his game and The Rock at the top of his game, 
And this is when they were the hottest shit in the world. Like, you would have school teachers wearing Austin 316 shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just a pop culture phenomenon. And, like, even WrestleMania 17, just that show, has aged incredibly It, it well. was a great show. Like, that might be the best pay-per-view in wrestling history. And because mm -hmm. the build is perfect. And even the dumb gimmick stuff. Like, the, the whole Linda McMahon is a zombie thing to where it's like, <laughs> oh... Uh, Vince cheated on Linda with Trish Stratus or whatever. What was it? And it was like, now she's in a coma, but now Trish Stratus is her t caretaker. And, oh, don't worry, Miss McMahon. I'll feed you these, like, lima beans, and I'll wipe your face. Like, it was all really fucked up and stupid. But then during the <sighs> match, it was, uh, let's see, it was Vince versus Shane, wasn't it? Like, they were fighting about who's going to take over Linda's share of the company when she dies because mm -hmm. she's on death's door and yeah. stuff really fucked up but like so they're fighting and they're fighting and then uh vince brings linda into the ring and sets her on the like by the turnbuckle and is like i want you to watch what i'm gonna do to your son he's a piece of shit and like <laughs> starts beating uh, shane mcmahon and then linda stands up and that place erupt like i've i don't think i've ever heard a crowd pop that loud. And it was because Linda McMahon stood up next to the turnbuckle and people <laughs> fucking lost their mind. They're like, oh my God. Like, it's the best thing in the world. And then she low blows Vince and the crowd huge pop again. And I was like, this was gold. Like, they will never get this again. As much as they want to try, it's never going to happen again. Like, to get that kind of pop from standing up and it's not a wrestler. Like, never again. Never again. Oh, uh, but yeah, so what, what would be some matches or even pay-per-views or shows that you think... And it wouldn't even be necessarily to convert them into fans, but just something that they would right. be probably, just, like, impressed with. Like, well, that's, you know, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Shit. It's, I mean, it depends on if I want to turn them on to wrestling or turn them <laughs> off to wrestling? <laughs> you have situations for both. <laughs> I do. Bingo. Because if I really like, all right. So if I wanted to like really like fuck with somebody, I would put on uh, FMW explosion pool death match. Right. Uh, where the guy basically almost gets disemboweled. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Uh, somebody has a, like a little comma and just fucking almost guts a guy oh with it. My it's God. Um, I know when, when it comes to um, getting great reactions out of Mori, it's anything involving thumbtacks or Legos. Oh, Lego. I think Legos would be worse, honestly, because the thumbtacks at least go in. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm here now. Like, uh, they're there, but... Uh, um, and, I mean, people can, like, walk across nails. There's, like, a technique, yeah. right? So, but there's no yeah. technique for Legos. Like, you don't... <laughs> no, you're fucked. There's, no, there's not a thing. You, you can't be a monk and train for 20 years. And, like, Legos... Legos just suck. Like, entirely. Mm -hmm. Um, Ugh. Yeah. Or just... Yeah, it's... Any, like, combat zone wrestling... Like any of that shit. Yeah. Just pure. Yeah, watch our favorite referee on in uh, CZW. Uh, <laughs> Tournament of Death. Get a fucking light tube log oh, cabin smashed God. into and shit. Oh. oh, my God. He's the best referee, too. 
Um, you, you, if you guys watch NXT, you know him as the Orange Ref. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, one, the, one with the horrible spray tan. Yeah. Uh, he used to rest for CZW. <laughs> so. God bless. He's out of there, man. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, um. See what gets me is that there are people that just want to wrestle in CZW. Yeah, that's it. Or or I uh, was it uh, I, w, I am I, or IWA. Yeah, the one yeah, with uh, I, Terry Funk and Cactus Jack, where they did the Japanese death match, like the what? Well, well, you got well, you have that, but then you also have like IWF uh, or IWA, uh, like Mid South. Oh, where basically yeah, they're yeah, wrestling yeah. a field. Gotcha. <laughs> they can't afford like, a venue, so it's like where's the fucking parking lot? Yeah, oh. and it's. It's some brutal shit. Like, oh, that's right. Because they'll they'll do stuff like they'll rent a U-Haul truck mm-hmm. just to fill it with shit, and then like jump off of it. Oh, and yeah. then they'll jump off of it, but they're not. And here's the thing about that. And like, we'll get back to the main question about what would you show the people? What is the deal with? Okay, if you're wrestling at CZW and IWF and IWA Mid South and all these kind of extreme mm-hmm. garbage promotions. Odds are pretty good. This is your entryway into wanting to get to Ring of Honor, NXT. Like, you want to kind of... This is a way that if you don't have a lot of experience, yeah, you have to pay your dues in a real, very real way with a lot of hyper-violence. But you learn how to work, and, you, you know, then you move on. Why in the world does someone like, oh, I've I've wrestled three whole matches I'm going to try a triple moonsault off of a U-Haul into a concrete parking lot with a tiny sliver of a table that I could land on. Here's the thing. Number one, you ain't going to hit that fucking table. You're hitting the concrete (laughs) every time. Number two, you got the guys that do 450 splashes every night that wouldn't touch that move because they're like, nope, I know know how that's going to end every time. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you have these kids that are out there and they're like, wee! And they like just fling themselves off shit. And you're like, you're not going to have a career, man. Like, you might just die. Like, that that might just that might just be the end of it. You just retire after your fifth match because you just broke your yeah. fucking neck. Like, you couldn't pay me enough. You could not I mean, pay me the, enough. The, the problem is with those promotions specifically, in, in my humble opinion... They try to emulate ECW and not all of ECW. Yes, that's a fair because point. Because yeah. ECW had like they had their in their crazy extreme stuff, mm-hmm. but then they also had great technical wrestling, yes. which honestly is one of the things I would show somebody, especially Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. That match they had oh in ECW was fucking brilliant. So good. Yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of that. And any of the and I linked it before we started, but any of the super crazy Tajiri matches. Oh God, yes. Yeah, that's like that is pure gold. And you're like, oh yeah. my, these guys are crazy talented. But even you got the garbage guys like Masato Tanaka. The thing yeah. is, Tanaka knows how to work. Like yeah. he's not a slouch that just likes to fucking get over. Like I think the only person who was just kind of like a guy that was there was Sandman, right? <laughs> like he was just a guy that showed up that likes to hit people with a thing. Um, but even after a while, working with Tommy Dreamer and working with the Dudleys and working with that, he learned yeah. how to work. Like Sandman could yeah. put on a good match. Um, when he's sober. Um. Yeah, which is very, <laughs> mm, piquito, very little. Um, so 
But but yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. They they saw the big spectacle of ECW, and they're like, oh my god, barbed wire, and, uh, and that's what they yeah. focused on. But the thing is, Spike Dudley knew how to fall on barbed wire just right, just mm-hmm. right that he could do it again tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and that's what I appreciated about ECW. It's like, yeah, that stuff yeah. is death defying, but they could do it again the next day. So yeah. there's some sort of gimmick to it. There's it's not maybe what you think. It's a magic trick. Like it's genuinely mm-hmm. a magic trick. Like those tables weren't just genuine all oak tables. Like they were all perforated. Uh, you know what I mean? Like the cheese grater stuff's probably real, but they were smart enough to know how to blade during like, oh God, he hit me with a cheese grater. Oh no, my head. But that's when you actually blade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They understood the gimmick and the work of professional wrestling. But then you get the young kids that come in and like, I my hero is New Jack. And then they, they like <laughs> What? Yeah. And then they like that, uh, I don't think anyone has ever said that ever <laughs> and never will. I honestly have to say that was the best reaction I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> like my word. My stars and stripes. New Jack. My word. I do declare. (laughs) Like, oh, it's true, though. But that's what they see. They're like, that shit was crazy, man. Let's go do that. Um, But there's one guy in CZW, and I can't remember his name. It's like, uh, I I said Masato Tanaka, but his his name might be like Masato, or he has a one-word name. And you think yeah. his name, he'd be like a Japanese guy, but he's not. He's just some like white guy with long black hair. Mm-hmm. He's really fucking good. But all he has done is CZW. That's yeah. it. And I'm like, bro, you could make like, you're great. Like, go out there. Be somebody, man. Go the, do Dragon. The problem game. is the problem is with those promotions, though, is, yeah, you do it to kind of get like your foot in the door and learn the learn the business and stuff like that. Then you get stuck in the trap of working in that kind of environment yeah. and nobody wants to touch you. Right. Yeah, that's true. I'm I, I'm really surprised like um uh John Moxley got picked up. Yes. For example. So that's okay, the guy's <clears throat> name is Masada. Um Masada. Yeah. So let me link you his cuz you probably will recognize him. Um He's good. He's genuinely a good worker. And like it's yeah, it's it's really good. And well, let me get that. I forgot how to use Skype for a minute. Um <laughs> dang, and Skype. the out. Oh him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's awesome. That guy's great. Like he gets it, he understands it, he does all the shit, the crazy shit with glass tubes and stuff, but he does it smart, however smart way you could possibly do it. Um, I think there was a Vice documentary that talked about the Tournament of Death. And it, it went with a... Uh, who's the guy that runs CZW now? Um, I have no fucking clue. It's, it's some guy. I want It's not Quackenbush, but he has that kind of name. No, he's got... Uh, um, Quackenbush has got Shakara. Yeah, Shakara. That's and, his uh, deal. Uh, but it's a guy that's uh, been there, but he took it over from uh, Danzig or whatever his name is. The... Oh, Zandig, Zandig yeah. the, the, the Jesus, that guy. Jesus. Uh, There's five of them. You're going to fucking die. <laughs> and you're going to fucking die. That's the best promo. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> he's like, holy shit. Like, 
<laughs> we we need to because it's the thing from Botchamania. Whenever he's like, yeah. Jesus, like that's where that promo is from. Um, but yeah, so took over for him, and then the guy gets booed out of the building all the time, and then he gets like fucking glass shattered on his head and shit. It's like, all right, yeah. all right, these young kids, man, just do. I would rather be the tech. I want to be the Dean Malenko guy. I want to put you in the coolest looking like elbow lock, so your arm can't move, and you're like, oh god, like that. That to me is awesome. Like the old school. Um, world of sports. Just stretching people. Yeah, just stretch, just stew hearting them, man. Just get, <laughs> getting them in the dungeon. Well, I just send them on up to Lucha Libre. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for dusting me off. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. But anyway, we digress yet again. Yep. Yet again. Um,. I think we don't have Marco to keep everything. Yeah, Mark, Mark, if this is an episode about anything, it's that Marco is the beacon of light that like we're <laughs> setting sail on this like ocean. And he's that light watch, like the watchtower. Like, oh, this is our guide. Let's kick it back over here. Yeah. Because without that, it's off the rails. It's like, yeah, it is. It, it's, it's outrageous. Um, but yeah, I think he's uh, also going to be gone next week, I believe. Just visiting the so. family, so if you want more of this chaos, let us know in the comments. <laughs> we'll, it's all going to be just riffing on wrestling stuff, primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I have some bone to pick with some video game shit. Um, oh, well, I mean, uh, who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, it's the par for the course nowadays. Yeah. Um, It'll only be $24,000 to get everything you want in, <laughs> in this game. Oh, speaking of. But that's of, a chance. You, it yeah. might not get everything. You might get some dupes. Yeah. So, so, okay. I think we may have touched on this before, but I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. to go away from kind of the wrestling thing for a little bit, the, this loot box shit. Because I know we talked about the, the yeah. 2K points and things like that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys consider loot boxes gambling? And the reason why I ask it that way, because this is the big deal. And now a lot of the governments are getting involved and like, oh, we need to regulate this because this is gambling for children. You don't have to be 18 to buy this video game, yet it has loot boxes, which is a weird, like, you know, casino style thing. I argue that it is not gambling because you're guaranteed to get something. Whether it's something you already have. Yeah. That's another deal. But with like a lottery ticket, you're not guaranteed mm-hmm. to get jack. Like you might not win. Right. Yeah, a slot machine, you could keep putting money in and never win a fucking dime. But with a loot mm-hmm. box, you're guaranteeing an item in the infrastructure of that game. Like you get an Overwatch skin or you get a Heroes of the Storm thing. Like yeah. Blizzard's pretty good about it because it's usually all cosmetic. But like with, with Star Wars, the Battlefront shit. Well, Mm -hmm. now you get a more powerful weapon. Now you could buy a loot box to try to get that weapon. So it's this weird gray area. Like, you could spend real money and not get the thing you wanted, but you still got a thing. Right. Yeah, it's... It really is like a very gray area, as you put it. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, personally... Is it gambling? Kind of. Right. I mean, sort of. Because you you are taking a chance. You know, you're taking a big chance on whatever you're going to get. For sure. 
But at the same time, you're getting something like even and what is it? 2K18's uh, got the loot boxes that you mm-hmm. get with your virtual currency shit. Yeah. Um, you're guaranteed to get something. Yeah. You know, uh, you might get more VC. You know, that's a thing. You yeah. might get you know parts for your creator wrestler and so on, which I'm not big on. I mean, just give me fucking everything. I don't want to have to go and spend hours upon hours. Thankfully, you cannot purchase VC with real money. There you go. Mm -hmm. See, because that's where it would get real. That's where it gets. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's where I really take issue with it is like, oh, hey, like if, for example, like um, I'll take uh, Fortnite. Mm Mm-hmm. You can buy the game, and while playing the game, you get the loot pinatas, yeah. right? Which is basically their loot box. Mm-hmm. I think you can use in-game. You can use in-game currency to get them, or you could get the uh, epic currency to get it. I think as well. Oh, okay. Something like that. So, I mean, there's that element, which is like that—that's yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Because. The loot boxes are this weird middle ground between like that yeah. type of deal to where you have a casino slot machine and it's like true gambling. But then based on a lot of people's deal, oh, it's a game of chance. Well, mm-hmm. that would mean Diablo and loot yeah. drops. Like yeah. there's an 8% chance that this thing's going to drop. Is that really gambling? No. You're, yeah. you're investing time in hopes of getting a thing. So there's right. still like a transaction of sorts happening. But it's like, if, that's a stretch to call like, oh, my, my, my tier four thing didn't drop on this boss rush. Now I'm going to sue Activision because my, nah, like you don't really have a case. That's part of the mechanic. If, mm-hmm. if for example, um, and, and this is my standpoint, if you can pay real money for it, like the loot boxes to gamble at that point yeah. for an item, yeah. that's when it is. Yes. If you're using True. in-game currency, then I don't I, I'm not a fan of it, but I don't see it as like true gambling. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Because then you start getting into incentive. Like yeah. the, now now they're using the in-game currency as incentive to keep you playing to yeah. get the shit from the loot box. To make you, oh, I didn't get it this time. Maybe next time. So now I gotta play more of the game to get more of the current. Yeah. Like, there's that hamster wheel. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was really interesting because if you go on like PC Gamer or you go any of these, uh, you know, Kotaku, and they talk about loot boxes, read the comments because it's it's funny because this is the one thing lately that I think there's really a fifty fifty split. And I kind of see it both ways. I really do see it both ways because I'm like, they're using the mechan- the same psychological techniques as a slot machine. Like they are using gambling infrastructure in yeah. order to generate hype around this in-game item. But <laughs> you're guaranteed something. So right. now, what does that mean? Um, so what would be real shitty, and I think I've seen this in a few games, if you can just outright buy the actual item. But I don't know. Like, does that circumvent it? Is it like, oh, well, if I want this gun in Call of Duty, I could just buy it for a dollar. 
and not have to worry about this loot box shit. But why am I spending a dollar on something that should, it's already in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then it gets into like the weird DLC shit and it's like mm. horse armor and yeah, 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 yeah. Buy more bullets for the Godfather gun, which is really <laughs> what happened. Um, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, just a weird thing. It's a weird video games are weird now. Like it's mm-hmm. <laughs> we're at that level to where it's like, cause here's the thing, man, I got real big into magic, the gathering and the Pokemon trading card game and shit. Yeah. That would I consider that gambling? No, I, I, I find it to be a game of chance, but to be fair, I don't know uh, so much about magic and like the history of magic 25 years worth of cards and what's the valuable ones and what should I be on the lookout for? Like, I'm not at that side of it yet. And I might Mm -hmm. not ever get to that side of it because there's like 10 billion cards you can get. So I don't know what the value is. I'm just getting it because I know I need these cards to play this card game. Like that's where I'm at. So any pack I buy, I'm getting more than what I had before. So, Hey, hooray, I got new cards. Um, you know, so I, I mean, feel, if you were, yeah. if you were playing like card for card, that's gambling. Like, yeah, if I was paying, oh God, I need to buy this pack of Ixalan magic cards because there's one card I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Now let me get this crack open a pack. Um, I, well, I would, you know, mm, well, yeah. I know like when, when, when I was growing up and magic was still relatively new back before it got all fucked up with the portal set and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the local hobby shops and comic book stores would have their tournaments and stuff. And there were some, you know, some of them were like, Oh, they're abide by the rules and stuff like that. And other ones were really shitty where it'd be, you have to put up one of your cards. Oh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ugh. And at that point, it's gambling. <laughs> yeah, that's because ju- you're buying in. Like, yeah. there, there's a format now in Magic that I think is really interesting. Um, I'm never going to play it. Never. But I, I, what is it? Is it Sealed Draft? Is that what it's called? Where you go to the I store, so. you go to the gaming shop, and you're like, I would like to be in the Sealed Draft tournament, please. And they're like, you all pay right. 25 bucks. That'll be $25 or 15 or however much it is. You're like, okay, here's my money. And they're like, that gets you five packs of cards. One, two, three, four, five. Now, these cards cannot leave the gaming store for the entirety of the tournament. This deck, the cards that you open, you need to build a 60-card deck out of them. So it's a game of chance. Hope you get some good cards out of these five packs of 15 cards each. Make a deck and play in the tournament. You cannot leave with this deck until the tournament is finished until there's a grand prize winner even if you're knocked out you cannot take this deck with you it stays see, as a store's property see that that part of it is bullshit that that part of it i don't agree with at all yeah the the part of like the like the sealed like the sealed uh, uh tournaments i i like the idea because i mean you go into a tournament and no matter how good your deck is, somebody's deck's going to be better. Right. Yeah. You put everybody like, and when you put it on a level playing field where it's just like, there's a chance you're going to have some good cards, you're going to have some shit cards, but you got to work with it. Yeah. You know. I mean, at that point, it becomes skill. Yes. Uh, you know? How well can I build a deck? 
It's not necessarily yeah. how, how well can you build a deck? I spent how well five, can you that, utilize it? Yeah, I spent five thousand dollars on these random single cards yeah. because I know these all work together. It's yeah. let's see how quick you are on the take of like how well do you really understand the game of magic? Yeah. Like can you build something that how, how do you drive it? You know? Um and and that and, and that I, I agree with yeah. completely. Like I like that style of tournament, but to say like while the tournament's going on, even if you've been eliminated, you can't leave with the cards you just paid twenty five dollars for. Right. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. And then of course at the end of the tournament everyone gets all their cards and whatever. But it's like I'm with you. I'm like, well, it's not like a library book. It's not like I'm <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that I'm checking this thing out and then checking it back in and I'm che- it's not I mean is it like bowling shoes? You know what I mean? But you can never leave with bowling shoes, but you have to pay for them. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, yeah. You buy your own. That, that, yeah, you come in. You be the real hustler, dude. You walk in and be like, no, no, no. I don't need your your peasant uh, bowling balls on the back wall here. I brought my own. And then, like, <laughs> it's like kingpin. You're like, there it is. Yeah. It's got the skull in there. <laughs> it just rotates fucking gyroscope shit in there. Oh, that's what we got to do next, man. Forget all of our YouTube stuff that we're doing right now. We need to make a bowling league. Like, now we just flip the... Marco, poor Marco, comes back two weeks from now. Like, I'm ready for brothering around. And then we all meet and we're all on our bowling shirts. And, like, it's, it's talking about, like, techniques for, like... And he's like, what happened? Uh, we should legitimately do... Like, just get bowling shirts. I mean... <laughs> oh, we should. We should have, like... We need it. Brothering Around has to have a tagline now. Like, it mm-hmm. has to have a. Like, we're a car shop, and it's like. Yeah. The best. Uh, <laughs> where the Jim Jam Ding Dongs, or what, like, like, whatever, like, random saying. Um, like, we're a 1959, you know, car mechanic shop. I think yeah. that'll be good. I mean. I mean, I had to come up with something for just to get the shit on fucking iTunes and shit, yeah. which was like outrageous. It's like, what's what's the slogan of your show? And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, so we have to have a slogan now? Shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, fucking everything's got a gimmick. Boom. Problem solved. Yeah, yeah. see, that's great. <laughs> Every- I was wondering, yeah. like, why you started saying that all of a sudden. <laughs> you gotta equate the two. You gotta uh, brand it. I gotta work it in. I gotta work okay. it in. Okay, we gotta. I'm gonna ah. go with it. Sounds good. <laughs> Radio. I mean, between that and me just doing like li- random live reads. <laughs> oh like, god. <laughs> oh, that's great. Because so I mean, here on the Brothering Around podcast, you can go to audibletrial.com slash brothering around get yourself a free audiobook and that's true keep enjoying you don't even got to read that shit they read it to you you know yep. what I mean? that's that's some benefits right there man like yeah. if you're so against reading so against it there's still an option for you and it's at audibletrial.com slash uh brother yeah like let's just let's say you want to go on a jog but you also want to read i don't know uh the blade runner book yeah let's say i mean you know you want uh some random guy from britain to read you the new jim butcher book you can go do that nice audiblechild.com slash brother yeah that's a real (laughs) thing that exists on this earth by the way Mm -hmm. yeah do it do it yeah 
Oh, and I mean, that was just like, <laughs> boom, just got that. You're, you're welcome, Audible. That's right. Yeah. You're welcome. Just, just, just remember <laughs> just who butters your biscuit at the end of the day. That's all we're saying, Audible. Like, you, you think you're just going to hit those quotas for your, you know, fiscal year yeah. meetings all by yourself? No, no, no. Yeah. It's his brother. But you say bro, you say gimmick bag's not good enough for it. So oh, I'll do oh, it here. Hey. There you go. Mm, nope. Audible. We're doing a little ringy. Getting to talk about gimmick bag. Yeah. I'll just go on strike. <laughs> I'll I'll be like, <laughs> well, I'm pulling like, like, like the, instead the of <laughs> instead of Audible pulling their sponsorship, I pull the Audible sponsorship and they're like, Yeah. Who are you again? And I'm like, listen here, Audible. You don't. You don't take gimmick bag. You don't take brethren around. And they're like, all right. And I'm like, wait. I mean, <laughs> wait. Come back. <laughs> and they drive away with their big sack of money. It's all or nothing. <laughs> well, then it's nothing. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. <laughs> well, that's not getting crazy. <laughs> that's how we haggle. That's that basically yeah. sums up my Animal Crossing haggling as well. <laughs> it's like I need a new blanket, and I was like, I have a new blanket, and they're like, I'm gonna give you a hundred gold for it. Well, I want two hundred gold, and they're like, Fuck you, I'm leaving, and I'm like, No, I'm wait, <laughs> no, I can give it to you for I'm seventy five. Oh, <laughs> give it to you for fifty, please. Just come back. Just take this fucking. I, I need my house payment. <laughs> Tom Nook's right around the corner. Please get me out of here. He's got a crowbar this time. Oh, he's meeting me at the train station. I can't leave. He has eyes everywhere. He has my visa. Yeah, yeah. It's collateral. That's what the collateral is. He has my magic cards. He wouldn't let me take them. He's, he's got my work visa, so I can't go to that island to get shit anymore. Yeah. So, I, the yeah. bugs. I, can't, I need those bugs so bad. Some of those bugs pay a fucking lot of money, though. Like, for real talk. Like, Animal Crossing, big tips. Hot pro tips. I'm brothering around. Catch those stupid-ass yep. bugs. Like, and get the coconut tree. Because you have, to, you have <laughs> to walk around with the net, and the great thing is you have to walk around slowly, because some of the bugs freak out if you get too close, and you're, like, running up like, ah! And trying to, like, <laughs> ca- catch them with the net. So, like, legit, you barely hold the analog stick, and then your guy, like, creeps up with this little this little net and then you bring it back and then you're like ha bitch and then you like catch it <laughs> and then it's like yeah congratulations and it tells you like how big the bug is and I need to take some cell phone footage of it because I seriously do this every single night after I get done editing and putting the show up I'm going to do my Animal Crossing hustle like every single night that's what happens <laughs> trying to carny your way into getting out of Tom Nook's payments that's right but I've upgraded my house like seven or eight times now so it's like, oh, your house looks good, you know? Would you like a second story on your house? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great, Tom Nook. Thank you. And he's like, great, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It'll be done tomorrow. It'll be just wake up tomorrow. Just wake up, look at your new house. And you're like, this is great. And then he's showing it to you. And he's like, yeah, you see? You got the new staircase up there. You got some windows. So about this payment. And you're like, what happened? <laughs> what? And it's like, I thought I paid you before. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. That was for the old model. Let's, uh, we got some new renovations here. So let's crank some numbers and 498,000 bells. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, let's see. Then you start doing the math. You're like, okay, the bugs are worth a thousand. Yeah, that's fine. And then you suck. 
you sign off. And, and don't forget the interest. Yeah, and he's like, ah, my sons were real interested in you too. So uh, they get a 20% interest rate. And you're like, fucking 20%. And like, but you can't have when he's like, you know what? It'd be a shame if your new brand new second story just wasn't here tomorrow morning. Like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it, Tom. No, just this once. And you say just this once, and he knows. He's like, yeah, that's what they all say. And he's walking around like <laughs> counting the money. What'd you, what'd you say? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, no, nothing, sir. Nothing. Please. He's like, all right. <laughs> hate to get my people. You know, I know some people. Uh, I hate for them to come pay you a visit. That's all I'm saying. Because he's doing the work. He's kind of cackling under his breath going i own him now yeah. <laughs> he's like that stupid son of a bitch and then i'm like what nothing nothing <laughs> oh don't don't worry your pretty little head i'll i'm tom nook i'll take care of all of it <laughs> just turns into a hustler man ever, ever wonder why there's no other contractors <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like and then that's weird because there's a graveyard outside of the town and it's all these other <laughs> Hmm, I don't know. That is weird. It's just a Tom Nook Enterprise. So, <laughs> craziness. Oh, but that's been Brethren Around. Episode number 44. Moriarty, was we thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's an hour and 17 minutes flies by when you're talking mad shit. What? An hour and wow. se- almost an hour and a half. Crazy. Damn. But Moriarty, we thank you so much. We're terribly sorry you have to watch all the TNA shit. Um, yeah, I'll get over it eventually. That's what booze is for. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I think some of the talent in TNA thought the same exact way. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm here in TNA, but this is what booze is for. Especially when like Kevin Nash joins the th- joins the fray. Oh, I'm, or or just what Jeff Jarrett does in life. I mean, <laughs> fair play, fair play. It's toasty roasty. Um, <laughs> I'm going somewhere. I just need I just, I just need a six pack or, or or a dirty thirty of natty ice. <laughs> dirty, give me a dirty thirty. Oh, well, yeah, oh, already fucked me. <laughs> How's this shit? What the hell? <laughs> I need to rewatch all the the sex Ferguson stuff now. Like every time I think about him. It's just like, oh, it's so good. Just pump some gas in his ass and get him on out there. <laughs> well, thank you, Todd, so much. No problem. It's always, it's always a blast. But, guys, that's our time. That's episode number 44 of Brother Around. Hit us up everywhere, right? I I don't think I've ever heard back from Spotify, by the way. I need to Neither have I. get on the old so. air. They're too busy. They're too busy not having Taylor Swift. Oh, shit. Oh. You guys let that one now they fucking they go. uh don't have an automated process like every other service like they have to go through every oh, request some manually poor guy has to listen to our podcast <laughs> he'll be like yep yeah. just so, have his head down like oh my god i love spotify you know what the, the same. i i might vote it for the times person of the year is spotify yeah, yeah absolutely that makes sense it makes complete sense you know yeah. because as we all know each one of us was a time person of the year. Like, what was it, three or four years ago? It, it said time person of the year, and it was a mirror, and it said you. Mm-hmm. you so yes. we are all past uh, award-winning Time Magazine people of the year. Spotify yes. is where the future is. The great <laughs> the great people over at Spotify. Salt of the earth. Um, it's going to take over Facebook. It's going to take over everything. Because yeah. the geniuses 
of Spotify understand how it all works. They get it. They just get it. What do, I mean, what else is there to say? I'm not going to shill for them. The greatest company in the world. I'm not going to shill uh, because their their product is so good that it sells itself. It sells itself. It sells itself. Yeah. We don't need to talk about how um, incredibly like pristine Spotify is. Even for free. I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Even their free product. Just. You got a few ads. Above yeah. and beyond. Who okay. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got ads. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you look at ads all the time. The billboards. And, you know, you can deal with it. It's fine. Yeah. Even if it's ads for other ads on the same shit. It's fine. Like, you'll, you'll live. As long as you don't get in that Hulu loop of, like, paying <laughs> 10 bucks a month and getting nothing but advertisements, which is what happened to me. Oh. Not like those rascals over at Hulu. Spotify knows what's up, especially mm-hmm. for taking in gimmick bag and brother. Yep. That's our time, gang. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>